Riverton Local Ladies with Bethany Baltas is made possible by Wind River Pediatrics and Dr. Mike Fisher. Jared and I have always used Dr. Fisher's office since the birth of our first daughter, and we've always been so thankful for his ability to be on call whenever we need him in those scary times. Make sure that you check out Dr. Fisher's office. Wind River Pediatrics at 1005 College View Drive in Riverton now taking new patients. Join me, Bethany Baldus, as we take listeners on a tour of the businesses, residents, and events that make Riverton the best place in Wyoming. Bring Riverton and Fremont County to life with me here on the Local Ladies Podcast. From the Porter's 10Cast Studio, here's Bethany Baldus. Hello, County 10. This is Bethany Baldus with Local Ladies Podcast. And today I am being joined by Corey Rhoda, our city council member from Ward 1, Rebecca Schatza from Ward 2, Mary Axhelm, the president of the Community Engagement Committee, and our recreation. So um, today what we're really going to dive into was the community service organization gathering that we had oh, two weeks ago and kind of talk about what the community engagement committee is hoping to accomplish here on out. Um, so first of all, I kind of want to hear some history on where the Community Engagement Committee came from. So the council goals for the previous year, 2019, they had a goal to um, create a parks committee where they would have a group of individuals um, with their main task to improve our parks and find ways to improve our parks. Um, so in order to be on that group, they had us all um, put in a letter of interest, and then we were selected for that task. Once we formed, um, we really, it was just a group full of people that really got things done. So after we accomplished our mission and during our mission accomplishment of going through the parks and evaluating the parks and coming up with a master plan for the parks, we started doing other things within the community, um, creating events for the community to enjoy themselves. So after that happened, we said, and after we completed the task of the, um, the master plan, we said, well, what else can we do? What's next? And that's when they formed the Community Engagement Committee. I think one of the coolest things that happened during the Parks Committee lifespan was how um, we ended up, or they ended up with three elected officials by the end of it with um, Corey Rhoda, Rebecca Schatza and Carla Borders that we ha that there was a problem by the end of it so <laughs> um and I like so then you guys became the um council members liaisons, liaisons for um the community engagement committee very cool mm -hmm. correct so um Mary do you want to go ahead and tell us kind of what the goals are for the community engagement um committee and these CSOG meetings as they're calling them the community service organization gathering so the community service organization gathering came up last year during one of our parks meetings. It was, we realized that an organization was working on a dog park that was also a suggestion that we had come up with. And so we realized other organizations and groups are working on projects that nobody else knows, but they could be working on the same project. So we decided this meeting was very valuable for people who didn't, for everybody to get on the same page for people who didn't know what other groups were doing and partnering resources of people and time and services. So that was the CSOG meeting. 
And your question was twofold. So um, kind of what are we, what, what is the Community Engagement Committee hoping to get out of these? Because they're going to be biannual meetings, correct? Correct. And we might even make them quarterly, depending. You know, I think we were all, all are all in agreement that we were shocked at how many people actually came to the meeting, how many groups were represented. Corey, over 50? Uh, yeah, I believe it was around 54. Um, and total... Um, before the people, the list that we had put together before we had the meeting was at about 52 and we added about 10 more groups. So in total, we have 60 some groups all together, but in attendance, we had 54. And who knew? I mean, yeah. who knew that we had that many mm-hmm. service groups in our community? That's awesome. So um, I'm still not answering your question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just like oh, kind of where well, we're planning, where they're planning, going. where we're planning to go with that. So it was a great opportunity for our committee to now see what projects are going on and how we can partner and help out. And um, the example I like to use is the Riverwalk came to us just sharing what they were working on, and our committee just said, "Hey." let us help you. And the event was the next week, but we were able to get, help her get some vendors that they hadn't gotten some people to volunteer and, you know, kind of help coordinate that, give it a little boost. And I think that was another great thing that happened is you had some people that showed up just to look for a way to volunteer, you know, so there was organizations that were several looking for board members, but then you had people that were, Hey, I just want to help. There was the Girl Scouts who said, we're just looking for projects. So we were able to bring those people who had those projects and those who had the resources and hopefully put them together to where they can accomplish those goals a lot faster. Absolutely. It was pretty incredible. That was so cool. Yeah. And so in the future, that's kind of what the meetings will be set up as we kind of know who everybody is. Of course, new groups could always come, but hopefully. it'll be, <laughs> right. it'll be more like trying to network and getting people on the same path, working on the same projects. I think absolutely. I think that's what we kind of envisioned is how we can network our resources of people Mm -hmm. to one another and help out. And definitely streamline it so you don't have all these organizations putting on the same event at the same day, different locations. So that way they can all work together and say, hey, we don't want to have four parades. Let's do one huge parade per se. Right. Um, And then also I thought it was um, fascinating at the meeting with the new calendar being released. Um, do you want to, you guys want to talk about kind of like the calendar and how different organizations are going to be able to use it? Sure. So Tony told us that our city administrator um, was really the one that started this whole initiative to get our website updated. And so what this community calendar does is anybody, currently anybody could, could add to it. They're going to start monitoring it a little bit deeper where you, you have to be a nonprofit. You can't just be you can't be a business trying to make money and using the city calendar, you know, especially without a fee, because there is no fee to add an event to this calendar. Um, any nonprofit can do that. So say the Girl Scouts are having a, a bake sale on Saturday morning at the Smith's parking lot. They can add that to the, the community calendar so that those people can people can see that and go to that. It'll be the one stop shop for um, locals, visitors, or anybody else coming into Riverton saying, hey, what's going on this weekend? I wonder if there's anything fun that I could attend or or see what's happening. That calendar is there for all that kind of stuff, or even meetings. It's not just for events. It's also for meetings. So say the pause board meets, you know, the first Tuesday of the month at, at 530 at the library. People can be able to see that and say, oh, let me see if I could attend that meeting and become part of that organization. So it's just a, an amazing place for anybody to go for one-stop check out anything's going on in the community whether it's a meeting an event whatever whatever you have so I think it's really helpful too for people who don't have Facebook because I think that it's kind of hard at this point 
to make that gap. If so, if we can like find people and get them engaged in that, I think it'll help a lot to Absolutely. have it cross. Yep. And the, and the new city website interface is so easy to to, to navigate through um, that I think it's going to be a huge help and huge asset for that. And there's a map too that yeah. shows where everything is. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, beyond the Seesaw meeting, what is the community engagement committee kind of looking at for the future? At our last meeting, we prioritized what our really our top four for the next couple months are, and the rendezvous games is coming up really quick. That's huge. And what else do we have? We had um, was the obstacle oh the course. obstacle course. Yep, in September. Partnering October in October. Who's that partnering with? With the soccer association, Riverton Youth Soccer Association. Yep, and then um, we're still working on trying to get, which I think will be super exciting for our community, the movies in the park. So our four projects that we were had identified initially to work on were this was the Seesaw meeting, so we can check that one off. The community movie night, which we're still working on. Um, potentially the upper float in the parade on Saturday and the rendezvous games October August 16th and then the obstacle course races in October and then so once so those are our focus immediate focus and once we've partnered with those and got those taken care of we'll start moving on to the next events that we'll just have to prioritize what we do and who kind of I see them kind of coming up chronologically um I guess Something that's been surprising to me, I am a member of the Community Engagement Committee, and I think that it's something we didn't anticipate, but we've had guests at every meeting. And so um, is that something that we kind of plan on having for here on out or who to get a hold of and as far as groups being able to come and talk to us? And Absolutely. Stuff? In fact, that's kind of how I see us deciding what we're doing is based on the need of our community service groups. You know, our job is to partner with them assist them in any community-friendly, family-friendly focused event that brings our community together. And um, I think any way, anybody can contact any board member and or committee member, and we'll put them on the agenda. We'd love for them to show up. Absolutely. And that's what I think is so amazing about this is when we have somebody come, they're, they, they've already taken the initiative to get something going, and all they need is just an extra like push or, or help. And that's why I love this committee so much right. because all they have to do is say, hey, here's what we have going on. And then this committee just says, okay, and here's what we're going to do to help you. Here we go. Absolutely. And they're just so grateful. That's what I think is amazing. Is just That's what I was going to say earlier is the initiative. You know, that's about Riverton. All we need is someone to take the initiative and then people jump on board like crazy. It's amazing. Absolutely. It's very true. I do want to point out uh, before the community engagement committee was created, we were the parks committee and that parks committee, we did the lighting of the Christmas tree in 10 days, I think it was. And look at everybody that showed up. We had 200, almost 300 people probably show up. To and it was day. like eight degrees. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, we were sitting down at a meeting. We said, Hey, we should do a big tree lighting. Bam. Everything just started clicking. And the next thing you know, we had this huge tree lighting, and all these people came out. And then the rendezvous games, we did the same thing. I should give most kudos to Rebecca Absolutely. on that one, of I have a really good idea. So when we were at the balloon rally this weekend, you know how warm? I was kind of chilly, and how you know how like warm those when they do the light stick, lighter stick? Oh, Candlestick. Yeah. Candlestick. Candlestick. Yeah. Candlestick. Yeah. And so I was thinking for the tree lighting ceremony this winter, because we're going to do it in the park, I think is what we decided. Or we can do mm -hmm. two. I don't care. But I think a parade down or something. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And so have those have the balloons candlesticking, 
and so people can get warmer because it would warm it would warm them up and they and that's why i asked them about it like oh we would love to do that probably a little safer than open fire pits I don't know. Yeah. I bet the fire pits are they awesome. They were, yeah. We got to we'll do those still. still do that. Yeah. <laughs> but a bunch of porters would even donate their warming heaters too. So yeah. I think that those this were popular during your huge shout out games. porters. Huge yeah. shout out. So I was really impressed because it was everything kind of came together like that, and I think that that's one of those things where um, because we did plan that in such a small amount of time, how phenomenal it is to have so much of the community come out, and um, so. If one of you guys want to speak on that, like what has happened like on these events and um, kind of what we've been able to accomplish. You know, the thing that I think is really fabulous is that the community or uh, businesses have stepped up in non-financial ways. I mean, we haven't always asked for money or funds, but hey, here's some heaters that we can, Mm -hmm. some propane that we can donate to keep your participants warm. You know, people are so generous with what they can do to help us. So, I, sorry, go ahead. I was going to talk about the, the kick in trash and the community involvement. Because yes. I know that the times that we do it aren't good for everybody. People have busy schedules, but the amount of support that we've got from the community, from different Walmart, Sundowner, the Home Source Realty, hey, we can't make it, but here's what we want to do to help you because we love what you're doing and please continue doing it. And it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's water, it's popsicles for the kids that show up. It's um, hey, coffee from, sticks. yep, coffee from brown brown sugar, um, the pickup sticks that they the, the, a family went home and made, like a whole neighborhood actually got together, a, a little neighborhood of, mm-hmm. of people got together to make these for us, all homemade, you know? And so I think this started with the Parks Committee I really feel like it started with the parks committee and the momentum started and now we're just rolling and like rolling and getting bigger and bigger and bigger and yeah. people are getting motivated. Even think about what you did, Bethany, for the um, Google Earth Day. Uh, people are still talking about that. People that aren't even from around here have have told me that, that was so amazing, you know, how the community is really coming together to make things happen and, and clean up what they have, like taking pride taking in what pride, we have. Yep. Yep. And that was one of our main goals from the beginning was we want people to take pride in the community. And they really are. It's very far in between that I'm seeing like weeds in front of a business. You still see it, you know, but I feel like people are genuinely trying to fix everything to make Riverton a better place. There's some positive momentum and it's exciting. It is so exciting. And everybody wants to be a part of that. Yes, yeah. they do. And I think that's exactly it is the momentum. You know, we kind of started it. People are seeing it. And I always say lead by example. And I think you guys have done a great job of that. So good job. And kudos to our city council because they're being, yeah. they're leading yeah. the way. Yeah. No, I think Riverton's on a really good uh, direction right now and, and, I don't want to be boastful, but I do think the park committee had a lot to do with that. You know, uh, that the, I hate to go back to the Christmas tree lighting, but look how many people turned out for that, you know, and the best part was, uh, Mr. Watson showed up at the end and he said, Oh, (laughs) typical Riverton turnout. And it's like, Oh no, you missed it. Like like there's 15 people here now, but you missed the 250 that left (laughs) because it was old. My equipment stopped working and those poor (laughs) girls are trying to dance. And I'm like, just hold on a couple minutes. And they said, don't worry in a couple minutes, we won't be able to move. We'll just stand here all night. So (laughs) truck wouldn't even start that. Yeah, no, but it was great, you know, and then you, People just come out more and more and more because they talk about it and people don't want to be the person that wasn't there. You know, everybody's like, oh, did you go? And they're like, oh, I thought it was going to be a bus. And they're like, no, you missed this huge, crazy good time. (laughs) And so guess what? Next time, guess who's going to be there? And now we get more and more people coming in. I cannot wait to see how the rendezvous games turn out this year. It's going to be good. How many teams do we have? 
one. Don't be shy. <laughs> that, last year, that's the or thing not is last that year. We need, to, we need to tell people. Yeah. Yes. So they'll, now they'll February, you know, our, our winter in. rendezvous games, we got the bulk of our teams the last two we or three did. days. Well, yeah, literally, like the last day of registration, we'd be like, I'm so sorry. I haven't made it down there. Can we still register? <laughs> but yes, of course. We should give them like a pre-registration you know, it's only $50 <laughs> if you do it on time. Or right. you get an automatic 10 points. Yeah. We're not promising yeah. that right now. That it's might be the next one. <laughs> so, so I, I was going to say, actually, I was actually going to say real quick, if you'll give us kind of the rundown, since we have people listening right now, yes. what the rendezvous games are, who um, who can participate, like all of the rundown, Let's Rebecca. hear your shameless yeah. plug. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> rendezvous games. So we... <laughs> Uh, this year, they're going to start Friday night, actually. So um, August 16th, Friday evening, we're going to have our opening ceremonies. At our opening ceremonies, it's going to be a really big deal. So not just the teams are going to show up. We want all types of visitors to come and, and watch, and spectators to watch these teams show themselves off. They're going to be in the, the very first event is going to happen that night where they're going to be dressed in a costume or a team photo type thing. So they'll have to, we'll post those pictures to Facebook to get likes. The most likes wins that category. We're calling that looks for likes. Looks for likes. That's correct. Um, at that event, we're also going to have sparklers for all the all the spectators to hold while the team runs through. So it's going to be something for anybody, Everybody. kids, adults, you know, families, whoever you are. Come on, come on down, hold a sparkler and let the teams run through. Um, the following morning is when we're going to actually kick off with the rest of the games at 9 a.m. at the city park. Um, different games we're going to have is a game called Rendezvous Recollection. I'm not going to give too many details on that because it's going to be kind of a surprise. The Vehicle Push Poetry did in the wintertime. The Chalk Art Contest, which is going to be similar to our, our art artist event. So the Chalk Art Contest, just like they did at the library last week, um, they'll have a chance to do that during the day. A relay race, just similar to what we did in the winter. Tug of War, and then, of course, the Eating Contest. Can't forget about the Eating Contest. <laughs> are we going to have the fire truck for the push pull, or are we going to do the car again? I have already locked down the car. But okay. All right. Because we can talk about a fire truck. I'll, I can reach out to the fire truck. Um, I would just be curious to see who could push that fire truck. Right? That is, yeah. That's pretty big. But anyhow, so we'll do that during the day. We'll take a quick break, you know, for people to go um, shower up, clean up, rest for a little bit. At 6 o'clock, um, we're going to start the award ceremony. Um, we've partnered with the Chamber of Commerce doing a live at 5 that evening. So they're going to get a band there, bouncy houses. We're going to have vendors as well, food vendors. In addition to the food vendors, we're having a barbecue cook-off. You don't have to be part of a, a team to do that with the rendezvous games. You can just be an individual just doing a barbecue cook-off, just small samplings of stuff for people to vote on, and then, of course, we'll have awards for that as well. So they're not barbecuing there. They're bringing their prepared no, they can, product. They, either I'm way, barbecuing either. there. And so, is my, so is my husband. He's okay. going to barbecue there. And I've had people ask, like, you can either barbecue there or bring it, whichever you feel. You can bring it, but I might make fun of you. Ask you if you just picked it up at KFC or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah. So no. are they going to, like, are you going to bring your own grill? or? I'll bring right. my grill yeah. and everything. And then you'll vote with quarters? Quarters. So if you want to taste or try, you know, you got to have quarters to do that. And then the most at the end of the night with the with the most money in that jar is actually who wins. And, and the individual, you get to keep that money, whoever. So if Corey's cooking and I get, throw a dollar in there, he gets to keep that. Cool. So... If I have five dollars and quarters, and somebody puts a dollar bill, are the dollar bills going to be the same, or are they going to add minus? It, no, it's going to count as money. Okay, so, it's count as okay, more. so it's just yeah, money. Quarters. You just put yeah. money in. Okay. 
Executive the fundraiser they do at Ash Grove. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I, uh, the first thing my mind went to was the uh, men who cook, mm-hmm. and that's how they do it as well. Gotcha. You put change in, and then if you put a dollar in, it takes that dollar and change away. Nice. You know, we're right. not getting that complicated. <laughs> Maybe next year. Not this time. <laughs> no way. <laughs> not this year. Um, so that's when we'll announce the winners. Um, two, you don't have to be um, like a part of that organization to enter. So, say for instance. Home Source Realty. They were a big supporter last year. So they have a team, but they only have four members of the business that want to do it. They can bring in spouses or, or you know, husband, wife, friend, whatever. You don't you have to sponsor work. a team, right? And you get, like Just like the mayor did last year. The mayor had sponsored two teams last year, and it was actually the um, Riverton Wolverines that competed. Mm-hmm. So you can sponsor a team. That trophy would go home with whoever the sponsor is pretty much. So if Home Source Realty does take it this year – and they don't have their team members or you know people from the community. They still get that trophy at their business to to show off all year long. How many members per team? Up to six. Minimum so, age? Sixteen years old. And how do you register? Two places. You can register at the city of Riverton, or you can register at our recreation. They have the registration forms there. Um, we have also a waiver liability form um, that you can fill out too. If you don't have your team member set yet, that's fine. We'll have them available the day of to fill out as well, so just in case. So each individual. We'll need to fill Each out the individual. Liability. Yep, the liability waiver. And remind us again when the cutoff is? August 10th. August 10th. Yes, that's right. so a week prior. Up. Don't I procrastinate. Do not. Let's Don't. go, people. Come on. <laughs> maybe maybe Rusty and I will make fun of you if you do. Ooh, and we're good at that. We yes, you are. shame the last we registration. Yeah, like, don't be if the last you're last, guy. you no. will definitely get picked <laughs> on. I, um, I'm going to take off work early next Wednesday and then walk around to businesses too. you know, just take the flyer and registration forms and say, come on guys. Right now we only have one team. So. And you know, it's how many teams will you take? 16? 20. 20. Wow. Cool. Cause oh, last well. time we had 16. Cool. And I thought that was fine and worked out great. So, and just so everybody knows it is our city council mayor who has been the registered team. So yep. everybody should show up just to get to watch. I will not be participating no, yeah, since I'm a host. And you won't be either. Nice. But I know there was a lot of interest. There might even be enough for two teams from yeah. the city of Riverton because they were really into it, which we're is gonna great. we're going to have yes. Dunk Tank. There's yes. going to be oh, a Dunk Tank. There's going to be... Are we doing bouncy houses or anything like that? What else no, is going live on? At five. And we're looking to live get bouncy houses okay. during the day, too. We just haven't locked anybody down yet. Um, Casey's working on that. But for the for the Dunk Tank, what they're doing is they're dunk, called Dunk a Cop. So all the proceeds from the dunk a cop will go to the police department. An issue that they were having recently was that the um, the officers are having to come in during the day to do their training, the night shift officers, which I don't know if you ever work night shift, but if you're working night shift, the last thing you want to do is to stay late in the morning or come in early in the evening and then still have to work your, you know, eight to 12 hour shift. So what this will do is all the proceeds from this will go towards purchasing some online training for those um, night crew officers to do it on their actual shift rather than having to do it in the middle of the day with everybody else. So if you're one of those 150 people who have been cited for a left-hand turn on Ooh, federal, yeah. now's come, your time to get redemption. So I knew at the last city council meeting, I knew the person who had the nine minute um, come in and pay is fine. Awesome. Oh, did you? Yeah. How amazing is that? Got to take it. Awesome. He's like, I'm gonna go pay it right now. That's not a procrastinator. Is there a that is not be, like that <laughs> be like that guy. Be like that guy. 
<laughs> it got pulled over, went and paid, it's fine. There's, there's got to be some kind of compensation. Like, it was 10 minutes ago. Can I get, like, $10 or <laughs> That's not really how it works, though. Don't nope. ask for that. So, um, I guess for everybody, you guys haven't always all been the volunteers, the people are that you are today. And I think that sometimes people don't know how to start volunteering and being involved. Um, kind of each one of you, what would you kind of suggest for people, like how to start getting involved and um, kind of what maybe what even led you to where you're at? Oh, I, I ladies can first, please. Okay. I think it's it is a, local ladies it, it and a guy, <laughs> local ladies and a dude. <laughs> um, I think it's important for people to feel comfortable asking questions to make that first phone call. If it's to our rec, I mean, we'll try to, if you call our rec, we'll try to match you up, hook you up with someone, um, call the city, you know, we call the library. There's so many resources in our community. It's just making that first connection and asking the question, how, I want it, this is what I'm interested in. How can I get involved in now with the resource from the CSOG meeting? We have that information available to everybody. So I think that's important. And the other thing that is so exciting to me is the young people. And you guys are the, you guys are the <laughs> young people to me. But it's so exciting to me because I feel like, you know, our recreation's been, we've been working hard to bring good things to our community for 10 years. And there were, it was lonely Sometimes, I mean, I felt like, where is everybody else? And here we are. I mean, it, you guys don't understand it. I'm probably going to get all teary-eyed. How happy I am that you guys all came, that you guys are here. It's just so great. It's just so rewarding to me to see that and know that no matter what, we've got people that are working hard for our community, and it's so awesome. Yes. I love it. Um, same with what kind of what Mary said. Have come to us if you if you're not if you're new to volunteering and you're not too sure where to start I can tell you that the community engagement committee would be a great place to come and ask questions I know that some people are intimidated because they've they've tried to get involved before and they kind of felt like they were not part of the the clique or part of the group already you know and so um if you're worried about who to go talk to and, and who to approach because you're not sure what to do, come to the community engagement committee, one of us or all of us or two of us, it doesn't matter, and just ask, hey, what can I do to get involved? Um, I know when I got back home, I grew up here, but when I came back home after the military and I wanted to get involved but I didn't know what to do, um, I just showed up, but not everybody can do that. You know, not everybody can, can go into a place alone, you know, and or maybe... And that's another thing, too, as I had mentioned before, is find a friend that um, that's like-minded. You know, when both of you come, sometimes it's easier to bring a buddy with you. Absolutely. And then, you know, if it, that group doesn't fit you, that's okay, but at least your buddy was there with you to help, help you out, you know, your little battle buddy. I've thought about that, too, with because um, sometimes I feel like with child care, it can be hard. Like, if you had a friend where one week you guys go, one of you go to the, uh, the meeting or whatever, and the next week, you babysit like mm -hmm. I think that you could have some really cool situations like that too yep. and build and build that community a little bit more you yep. know with that type of thing so that's yep. what I would suggest uh just to kind of piggyback off the ladies uh, I would say just get out there and do something uh the kicking trash was Rebecca Rusty and I had seen the Facebook thing that was going viral and said hey we should try it Becca said all right she obviously being the go-getter made the Facebook <laughs> event and a bunch of us showed up and now it happens twice a week, every week. Um, Actually, it's just, 
Will Hill from County 10 made oh, that for me. Because I, like, I was like, I don't have time. He's like, I'll do it. Just, it's okay if I do it. I'm like, yes, that's okay. We He's like, love Thank Will you, Mr. Hill. I know. Thank he did, you. too. He's like, because I said, I don't have time. I was like, I just, I'll get to it when I get to it. He's like, I'll, I'll do it. Just let me do it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've noticed it. that about, like, if, if you don't have time, somebody out there does. Yes, you just have to reach absolutely. out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a big thing is being vulnerable enough to ask for help. Uh, that's something I'm really terrible at. I like to do everything myself. It's um, a Wyoming treat. Yeah. But, you know, there's so many outlets for uh, volunteer work. I can guarantee there's not a club that you can or organization you could show up to and say, hey, I'm just looking to help. That's going to say, we got nothing for you, you know. <laughs> um, and sometimes you have to be the one to take that step. And you may be by yourself the first time, but you'll get that momentum to where everybody's going to come out. Um, and, and that's really what it is for me. You know, I, the first organization I joined here in Riverton wasn't exactly active enough. So I just seeked out some other ones. And, uh, eventually next thing I knew I had my hands in a little bit of everything, trying to help everybody as much as possible, you know, and that's really it. Uh, if you want to make Riverton a better place, go help your neighbor, you know, um, it starts with something just as little as that. That's all it takes. And next thing you know, you'll be part of something a lot bigger. Absolutely. Um, so to go backwards, kind of our last question here to wrap up, what's your guys, what's your individual biggest dreams for Riverton? Like go out as far as you want, like biggest kind of dream that you can foresee for Riverton and, um, where the projection you want it to go. So this is pretty far out there, (laughs) but I would love to see an expo or an event center because I think Riverton is so central that there's no reason we couldn't be bringing all these outside communities into in here to have these events, uh, tournaments. And, and the Wind River Casino is doing a great job of already getting it going. But I think we could really make some momentum with something, some kind of complex to where we could host expos. We can do uh, like comic cons or garden. Uh, what's the gardening one that they do at the Holiday Inn or, or the craft fairs and stuff? Uh, we easily have a easily have a great location to put up a facility to where we should be hosting sports events, um, all these different expos and stuff. So if I could really reach out, that's what it would be. We are the rendezvous city after all. That's right. <laughs> I'll rendezvous with you there. <laughs> um, I think that um, the biggest goal I would have for Riverton is for every business and organization to take initiative to make things better. I know that sounds like really simple, but I was always told like always go back to the basics and then everything else will fill in itself. So if every if every business can clean up their storefront, you know, and every organization can accomplish every every event that they want to want to hold, everything else will fall into place. Businesses will come into Riverton and people will come into Riverton and we'll start building from there up. So I think just every business organization to take the initiative to take action. And with that, I couldn't believe the difference it made just to sweep the sidewalks. Like, how big of a difference that made. I would, I would never have it's imagined. It's beautiful. If you hadn't seen yeah. it yeah. with your and own it eyes, turns you would that we have new sidewalks, so they look really good. Yeah. <laughs> but see, good. Bethany, that inspired me to go clean mine at my house. Uh, not me. You should see but, mine. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Right. So I'm with you. Yeah, don't look yeah. at my back. <laughs> But it's like Becca said, you see more businesses cleaning up their home front yep. more than, you know, more and more often. And I think it would be it's cool cry. to do that every spring, like have a, a spring get cleaning. all the um, rocks off the sidewalks and stuff. It'll help them. It helps 
preserve them longer too so we aren't having to replace you know we should remember when the wolverine or when the high school does their yeah. service day that that's something that we mm-hmm. could suggest something i'd love to see is the kick and trash i'd love to see one day a week where everybody just goes outside and does their street you mm-hmm. know how quick we could clean up riverton if even just two houses on every street just did a quick sweep up and down your road just your block it's, you know how much it's whew. funny how once you've done it yeah the kick and trash you just see Oh, Gosh, well, and yeah, you know, you walking around all day as a um, mail carrier, I'm not supposed to pick up garbage, but sometimes you're like, I mean, I cannot not just pick this up I and throw just it walk away. By this. You know? I don't like walking down the road with a bottle of vodka in my hand because I'm going <laughs> to find a trash can. <laughs> so like sometimes you just can't because you're like, yeah. okay, I'm in yeah. like my work clothes with an empty bottle of vodka. Like, eh. Yeah, I think yeah. I'll come back and get that later. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's important. You know, when I take my kids out on walks and stuff, I do try to pick up a little right. piece of garbage here and there and hope that they do the same thing eventually to where they're walking around and just pick that one piece up. You know, if everybody picked up one, it'd be crazy. Yeah. Well, and so I'm going to go a little bit off of what Rebecca said. I have always believed and lived by the um, leave where you live better than how you found it. And that's always been huge to me. You know, the skating rink at Tonkin. I left Riverton better than where I found it, but it doesn't stop there. And if everybody had that mentality, our community, you know, I think part of our charge as our of the community engagement is changing the perception of our community as mm-hmm. well through yeah. family-friendly events and positive interaction and, and help, helping everybody that needs assistance with their activities. So I just think that's so important that we all do our part. Yep. And that's my vision is let's all, let's all do this. If you do good things, good things will happen. It just makes sense. It is. It's a truth. It's a truth. Very good. Well, thank you guys all so much for coming in and being part of the first episode. I have no doubt that every individual one of you will be part of another podcast down the road. Um, and so I just want to thank Dr. Fisher's office for hosting this uh, Local Ladies, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Local Ladies with Bethany Baldez is recorded in the Porter's 10Cast Studios and made possible this week by Wind River Pediatrics and Dr. Mike Fisher. I can really relate with one of the Facebook reviews from Dr. Fisher's office. Tommy Kirkland says, there is no better than Dr. Fisher. My children always feel better after leaving the office due to his treatment of them. He always makes them feel important. His staff is accommodating and helpful. We are a huge fan. For more podcasts, follow 10Cast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For more community news and events, find county10.com. And don't forget to like Local Ladies on Facebook. Join us again next week for the Local Ladies Podcast. <laughs>